Previously on Great Samaritans. To Leo Burnett, C.C. Pillsbury, B.C.C. The Vatican. Thank you, Rudy. Thank you so much for all of your work on the Pillsbury family account. Your work has been a source of inspiration to me and my wives slash girlfriends slash sisters. Hey, Rudy, I just got out of a tough relationship. Is Dottie single? Pillsbury, look here. This is an empire. Why are you bothering with this cake mix? Nobody's making this cake mix. People don't remember Rome for its amusement parks, which reminds us. The Vatican. A little too much tourism already. Let's get back to basics. Do you even care about G-O-D? Or are you too worried about making M-O-N-E? Parentheses Y. Pillsbury, you've got some of the best food out there. So now what are you going to do about it? We live in a culture of customization. Have you ever been to France? You ever hear of a little French pastry called the macaroon? Or the macron? Did you happen to notice they come in a variety of delightful colors? You stole from France with the crescent rolls. Now it's time to finish the job. And if you like that, wait until we tell you about the mystery container cinnamon rolls. Hey, we've all done improv. By the way, P.S. You guys should also get into the real estate game. $750 a room, studios to three bedrooms, acquired lottery style, powered by water wheels, only built on lakes, and try to make them float in the middle of the lakes. Please, sincerely, the Great Samaritans. Vertical integration. Synergy. Past the briefcase. Attention. Interest. Desire. Action. Strengths and weaknesses. Everyone turns to slide. What's your end game? What do they want that they don't know they want? Dow Jones. Welcome to Great Samaritans, the podcast where we take a deep dive into your favorite food and beverage brands. My name's Thomas Stern. I'm joined by my co-host, John Ramsey. And we're doing this podcast because it's our dream to start our own food or beverage business one day. And we thought, what better way to do that than research some of our favorite food and beverage brands? How's it going, John? It's great. It's, um, I don't want to sound like a broken record or anything, but I just want to kind of uh, share how grateful I'm feeling for all of the reviews and ratings that keep coming in. It's very cool. I feel... Uh, very validated, um, to put it bluntly, which feels great. Um, and that, yeah, that's, that's kind of, I just want to say thanks to everybody for all the great reviews and ratings. Uh, Thomas, how about you? Yeah. Echoing that, uh, I completely agree. I, I haven't looked at them in a while, so I, I should check them out. Um, I know we're at, I, we were at 42 ratings last time I checked and that's solid numbers. So yeah. I know um, in like a week. Of releasing. Very happy with yeah. those numbers. Now, Thomas, I kept my check-in relatively short because I think everybody knows what episode it is. It's It's been three episodes since we asked how Thomas's date has been going, and now it's time to check in on that. Thomas, how has how has it been? Yes, so I knew how's this was coming. <laughs> I knew the check-in with my love life was coming, and so... I thought about it a little bit on my walk just now. It's going well, and mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, I'm I'm gonna open the floor for questions, but I I reserve the right to bypass any of them. Oh yes. So I guess should we get the guest in to, yeah. to ask some questions? I think I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. Okay. We have we have a guest today, everybody. We have a guest. Uh, you, I'm going to spoil it as soon as I introduce them. You might know them from Dairy Queen's Big Queer Variety Show. We have Dairy Queen! <laughs> sipping. Can you hear that? Yes. Can you hear that sipping? Because the tea is about to be spilled. Thomas, <laughs> I have questions. Where did you, wait, I'm confused. Where did you meet this girl? We met on Hinge. Okay, so you're a Hinge guy. Now that's the dating app designed to be deleted, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they, there's something about that in their marketing. And are you going to delete it anytime soon? Will that was a- my question. Has it been deleted? I, you know, it hasn't, but I might as well. I haven't looked at it in a very long time. So, is it uh, 
is it still honeymoonish, Thomas? And you, of course, reserve the right to not answer any of these questions. Just reminding you of your Miranda rights. Yes, I think it's honeymoon phase for like a year. I mean, I think that lasts a pretty long time. Maybe, wow. maybe like five months. Damn. Okay. Now, how? Wait. Hold on. You've been yeah. dating this person for a year? No. I. I'm just saying. I think the honeymoon phase where it's like, oh, you haven't, you don't really notice anyone's flaws and they don't notice yours. I think that lasts a solid right. five months. The honeymoon phase is officially over when you see each other's shit. Yes, I like that. I am definitely, well, I'm coming from a place of, I've been in a relationship for more than a year. I have, I have not seen my partner shit, but I have definitely gone to the bathroom while they are in the shower or brushing their teeth because there's only one bathroom and what am I going to do, you know? Once you get to that level of comfort, I guess there is, there is a certain amount of, I mean, it is, it is very comfy. It's nice to have. It's kind of all nice. Relationships nice, are kind yeah. of all nice. Kind of all nice until they're not. Exactly. And that's what you have to watch out for. And that's why we're asking about this segment, Thomas. We're just watching out. We just want to make sure that everything is going well. I'm actually, maybe this says more about me, but I'm pretty shocked to hear you say that the honeymoon phase lasts up to a year. Yeah, that, that was wrong. That was... Oh, okay. I, I'm going to yeah. go back to... I'm, I think it's four to five months. <laughs> and you know what? I love a man that can admit, he's wrong, admit that he's wrong. That's what we need in the Biden administration era, and that's what we need Ooh. currently in this, in this United States. That's right. And that's what we do first and foremost. <laughs> yeah. I, I, if you ask me, we love being wrong. You, you win some, and you learn some. Am I right? I think you're right. Speaking, Speaking of... Oh, oh, shit. You go ahead, Thomas. Speaking of winning and learning, hmm. Derry, hmm. you chose Arnold Palmer, the beverage, slash, we're going to do this about Brisk, the company. Why don't you explain a little bit about your experience with Arnold Palmer's? Well, Thomas, where do I begin? Back in high school... You know, like, when, like, kids would, like, go in their cars and they had nowhere to... I was, like, from, like, a farm town. They would have nowhere to go. And so they would just drive around with their friends. I was that person. And my friends would go to our local gas station. They would get, I don't know, a Gatorade. They would get a Monster Energy drink. What would mm -hmm. I get? My eyes went right to the 99 cents uh, price tag. Mm -hmm. And I saw Arnold Palmer. And I absolutely fell in love with the old man who I'm pretty sure is a Republican, but that's no, nor here nor there at this moment because he makes a damn good beverage. It is damn, damn good. Yeah. It's, it's one of those drinks too, where it, especially at the age that you started drinking, you started to realize, Oh, I'm different than these people. You know, I'm, I'm different. I'm not going to be in this small town for much longer. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I was like, I my the drink I am drinking is mixing two other drinks. I was saying I'm so well beyond your vocabulary. I will be drinking. I'm not even gonna drink a drink that is a normal. drink. My drink is gonna be a name of a person. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get out of here with your Fantas. Get out of here with your goddamn Coca Colas. I'm drinking a sophisticated elderly golf player. That leads into my question here, Derry. Is that was it the name that kind of... I'm kind of trying to figure out what your origin story is, right? What your Arnold Palmer origin story is. Because what was it that just brought you to that drink? Was it some, Were you experimenting? Did you go straight to it? Now... Do you remember? I don't remember, but when I was a freshman in high school, I drank Lipton green iced tea every day after lunch. No, no, sorry. In the morning on my way into school... And if I didn't have it, I would get the worst headache after lunch. Oh my god! So I was like, I was like getting like addicted to tea, honey, and that that just makes makes for great gay that I am because I love tea yeah. now, uh, <laughs> the gossip and the drink. And so I, I I think I saw it was like a combination of lemonade and a combination of iced tea. And like, here's the thing: I don't like southern iced tea i don't like sweet tea or whatever that bullshit is i i am not from the south i am from a north i am a northern gal i love i just love regular iced tea combine it with the sweetness of lemonade i think i saw the can i saw the price i said i'll give it a try and did i turn back absolutely not the lipton i think i know exactly what you're talking about was it the lipton with a little bit of citrus 
Yes, it was a lifted with a little bit of citrus. I would my mom would buy a big ass pack at Costco and then yes. chill it in the fridge. I'd grab it on my way out the door, on my way to school, on my on my way to learn and and then I drank. It was so refreshing. I had a friend whose both their parents were doctors. They they always had a pantry that was stuffed to the brim with the citrus iced tea with the Lipton citrus. So I always have, I have some pretty positive associations with that as well. But in terms of Arnold Palmer, I didn't even know about it until I moved to Chicago. I didn't, as, as a former small town boy, shout out to Shelton, Washington. Um, I think it was like population 10,000 or something. So I, so small is subjective. What what was your population? I don't know, but where I grew up, where I grew up was a very weird area. It was the suburbs of Baltimore in Maryland. But like I grew up in like farmland, but also mm. very, very rich people. So like it was like people from DC who wanted like to go have their kids to go to good schools, went to grew up where I was from. It was extremely rural, but also it was like fake redneck. I can't explain it. It was like people who wanted to have this redneck life, but they were like I'm still going to have a fireplace and 14 bathrooms for people to shit in. It made no sense. But I, I'm a that farm is... boy. I grew up on an actual farm. Yeah. That's such an interesting demographic. I've, like, I kind of know what you mean, where, like, they have all, like, it's only new clothes, but their aesthetic is screaming, like, I work for a living. Yes. It's so, it's very frustrating to somebody like me who grew up on a horse farm. My dad was a manager of horse farms, and I hated it. I hated the smell of horses. I hated the outdoors. I was like, I just want to be inside playing Pokemon. And everyone else was pretending to live my life. I was like, if we could trade spouses, trade places, I would love to. What was your starter? Oh, Squirtle. Cute. Oh, my God. I named a horse. My my dad was, like I said, was the manager of a horse farm, and he was in the charge of the barn where they would breed horses so the horses would be born. He was like, Derry, you can name this horse. And I was like, I want to name it Squirtle. And he was like, okay. And then he named it Squirtle, but then changed it like two weeks later. Because he's like, I, this like, is so stupid. He figured it out. He like thought it was a fine name until he realized that it was from this game. No, he, he knew I was doing some bullshit. He was like, this is fucking weird. You're a little freak, but I'll, I'll entertain you for a little bit. But then when it comes to getting him a professional name, we will change it to like Chansey or something. That's some, that's dumb. That's Squirtle Erasure. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think he blew it. He could have had the coolest name for that horse. That horse could have been the new... What's the name of that movie? Seabiscuit. Sec- uh, Seabiscuit! He could have been the new Seabiscuit. Uh, but no, my dad chose violence. Did the ratio ever change, Dairy, of like lemon to iced tea? Or had that... You don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that. Because the, the yeah. formula they created in that perfect, perfect thick can is just exactly what I wanted. It was perfect. I want to spend a little time on thick cans, too, because there's something about a high school, a person in high school who has access to a thick can, a can twice the size of a regular can. Sure. And I think probably a little girthier as well. It feels powerful. It, like, reminds me, I never really got into it, I never really drank it, but it reminds me of Four Loco, which was, like, the big-ass cans of alcohol that were just, like, terrible, apparently. But, like, yeah. when you saw one of those, you were like, that person is powerful. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think Four Locos, when I was in college, I know there was the Four Loco Challenge, which is just garbage. You, you're supposed to drink four Four Locos in oh, a night, God. and that's what it is. No. And what it no. does is the energy keeps your body stimulated, obviously, but the level of alcohol just completely shuts off your brain. So you are just like... You're just, a, you're just a lubed up party monster with absolutely no idea where you are. It was just a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I want to just kind of get to the bottom of your connection to Arnold Palmer's. And I'm, I'm thinking it's kind of a combination of the flavor and the identity that it's, it's a drink named after a person and a golfer yeah. at that. With yeah. It's just so random. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm going to just get into when I first heard about it, I, I didn't know. I don't know if the Arizona, the drink that you were mentioning that you got is the Arizona brand one with that's his 
image is on the can. Yes. Right. And it's black and white, and it's stunning. Amazing design. Like, the thing that I love about it also is, like, no one, to me, who the fuck is Arnold Palmer? I don't know who the man is. And honestly, I don't care to know who the man is. But, like, the the fact that, like, his name yeah. is now associated with a beverage, girl, come on. That's iconic behavior. I almost think, I think there's a little bit of parallel to Stan Smith. I don't know who that is. I don't know Stan Smith. Who is that? Stan Smith is an Adidas sneaker that's like the Superstar, except there's no rubberized shell toe, and instead of stripes, it's just rows of like dots. Oh. It's a very common shoe. Like J, you can get it at J. Crew, and he was a tennis player that played in the shoe. How how good was he at tennis, Thomas? I think he was great. Yeah, I think he was a star in his time. Okay, but the the reason I think is because like now he's more well known for the shoe than his play. Yeah, and I think that's the case with Arnold Palmer for sure. I know that Arnold yeah. Palmer was like a bad, not bad, like I think he was a pro golfer, but he was like almost comically not good at golf, but he just had the persona. <laughs> he had like the 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 gravita, I guess, to just and or and he ordered the drink all the time before he had his name on it. He like put iced tea and lemonade together and then eventually he just kept getting it and people were like, "Oh, that's the Arnold Palmer." Um but I think it is interesting to know, like, the personality of the person is more important when it comes to the longevity of the beverage than, like, how good you are at the, at the sport or whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, I think there's definitely something there. Yeah, I was going to say, John's onto something, and I think it needs to be explored. <laughs> okay. Oh, and we will. Has this ever happened to you? You're in line at airport security and you're drinking water or a beverage that's more than three ounces and the TSA makes you drink it right there on the spot? Hi, I'm JB Pritzker's illegitimate twin and do I have a solution for you? Now introducing BJ Pritzker's dozens of three ounce open bottles. Before you get into airport security, carefully empty the contents of your liquid of choice into dozens of my tiny bottles and the TSA can't do a thing about it. My open bottles even come with their own suitcase, so it's easy to transport all your liquids around the airport. Call me today. You can contact me at 555-149-8262, or you can reach out directly to my email at blowjobpritzker at gmail.com. It's time to get into the brass tacks of Brisk. So Brisk Tea, they... It's kind of a mystery. Their Wikipedia is very short. There's no history on their website. It makes sense. Um, on their Wikipedia, it seems like they started in 1991, but it's not clear. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a PepsiCo brand. Then, in an effort to compete with the Arizona Beverage Company's line of 99-cent iced tea cans that uh, Dairy has such fond memories of, uh, Lipton Brisk expanded its line of products in 2010 and lowered the price of its one liter bottles to 99 cents. Thank you. So the the last thing I'm going to mention is Brisk is probably most well known for its high profile, that's Brisk baby, campaigns that the J. Walter Thompson ad agency, uh, once headquartered in Chicago, first launched in 1996. And some of the icons in Claymation, you might have seen are Bruce Lee, Frank Sinatra, Rocky Balboa, Babe Ruth, or Eminem. And so I'm actually just going to play, I'm going to play a clip of the Bruce Lee version. Yeah. I don't think I remember this. I'm excited to hear it. Well done, Bruce Lee. But those men were flabby and weak. Karate Kid? Kid. Huh, I'm 35. <laughs> You like focus, my master will teach you. Arnold, from Happy Days? Lipton Brisk Ice Tea, where did you get that? Editing mistake, in my favor. Ah! Brisk baby! (laughs) Only fool fight man with Brisk. Do you guys remember that? That commercial, no. No. Yeah, Thomas, do you know what year that commercial came out? I believe, so this on YouTube, it says, this is a compilation that's from 98 to 2012, and that's the first one on there, so I'm going to guess this is 98, 
And I remember seeing these a lot. Maybe I just watched too much TV, but... I love, too, the evolution that the commercials take. I think Danny DeVito is where you get into... They do it in such a playful way. Can we can we play that video, Thomas? Yeah, the, sure. We'll go to the... The evolution from claymation into live action. Oh, we're going to live action. Okay. It's so... The way they do it, Derry, I, 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 I didn't know I was watching a commercial. That's how much I was enjoying it. Taxi! Yeah. That's brisk, baby. Cut. What's the problem? Excuse me, but there's a new Lipton brisk that tastes so good it, it, it sells itself. So, where's the director? So you puppets are fired. Nobody fires <laughs> Danny Danny DeVito. Sure. I don't care if new brisk does taste better. What are you looking at? The puppet community is up in arms today over the unexpected firing of the much-beloved Lipton characters. Trying to keep the little man down. What's your take on all this, Jackie? It's unconstitutional, Pat. If the puppets go away, Lipton must pay. Hmm. We at Lipton feel no ill will toward the puppet community. Oh. This is purely a business decision. Off the record, we should be fired. The stuff sells itself. Ah, a little to the left. I don't know, Danny. Tastes really good to me. Traitor! Is that all you got, puppet boy? Ah. Oh, that's the story here. New brisk tastes so good, it sells itself. Get off of me! This is far from over. Whoa. Wow. That is like Super Bowl level production. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say props to J. Walter Thompson. These are really good. I also, I love the, I just love like the rule breaking that they do where they take like, okay, these claymation celebrities exist. So let's put them in our world and see how they would react. I think that's like. I think that's so funny and clever, and I don't see any commercials doing that anymore. But it's a different time, I guess. Also, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Was there a was there a, a, a slight nod to maybe the OJ trial? Not only was there a slight nod, there was a nod to the OJ trial. A hundred percent. Yeah. I want to just mention what they're doing now, which is way different. It's way more cool. Trying to be cool. Their their new tagline is fuel your creativity. And so I'll just pull up the website and you know I it's, hate it. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it oh, already. Wow. I hate it. It it's very graffiti influenced and it's all about artist collaborations and creating opportunities for, you know, up and coming artists. And that's cool. It's just quite a departure from what we grew up with. Oh man. I have a brisk in front of me, a brisk I see, and now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, this is a cool label, but does it does does it do anything to me on an emotional level? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what art is supposed to do, unless I'm mistaken. Like, shouldn't artists be working to evoke an, a, a response in the same way that they evoked Thomas, young young yeah child Thomas, to go and buy a brisk? Thomas, I want to ask your child right now. I want to ask you as a child right now, with the current okay. marketing campaign that they're doing with with support <laughs> with supporting artists and having artists create designs for their for their bottles, would you be inspired to go and buy a brisk? No, I think it's stupid. Holy cow. He's here. That you are the you are the coolest kid I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, well, thanks. Oh my god. Okay, I'm back. I'm back to 2020. Whoa. <laughs> oh my god. You guys can't see this. You can't see this, but we are on a Zoom right now, and Thomas literally shrunk down. His balls went back up into his scrotum, and he became a child for the for the brisk. Were you always that rebellious, Thomas? Yeah, I was a little punk. I, I liked to hate on things, and that's probably what I would have said. I love that. I love that. Yeah, and and going back to what you were saying, John, like it, art should make you think. I I agree with that, and I think this new campaign really, maybe it's working with what they're trying to do, but maybe it's not, and that's that's uh, what we're gonna find out right now when we get into their performance. I'm telling you, I want you to crunch those numbers so hard. I want oh, to see those yeah. numbers crunched right now. Yo, they're going to crackle and crisp all over the place. Little bits are going to be on the floor. <laughs> Math is fucking sexy. Last year, the overall UST market declined by 1.9%. So 
So they're already in a losing market. In 2020, Brisk's sales dipped 0.3% from 2019, and they ranked number four in all canned and bottled teas. Fuck. Yeah. One is Lipton wow. Pure Leaf. Two is Arizona. Thank you. Predictably and respectably. Mm-hmm. Three is Gold Peak. Sure, sure. Now, we like to see where stuff ranks on Amazon because I think that's a very accurate way to see who's winning and losing. What do you guys, where do you guys think Brisk's top-selling Amazon product, their lemon iced tea, ranks in the Amazon bottled iced tea category? Don, I'm going to toss it over to you first. Okay, here's what I've got. I think, I think the people who are on Amazon the most, I think they are not the demographic that Brisk brought up. So I'm going to say Brisk is number, I'm going to go eight. I'm going to go eight on T's bought on Amazon. Derry, really quick, we do prices right rules. So if you go over, you lose. Okay, okay. And I don't want to lose. I do not want to lose. I, fuck. You know, I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking, who would buy Brisk? And I don't, I I see it as a single person's game. I see it as a single person's drink. I I don't see it as a family buying Brisk. I don't see it as the elderly. I don't see it as a kid. I'm I'm seeing it as a single person drink. And do single people have Amazon? Sure. But I think it's gonna be listed a little bit lower, lower than John. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna play it safe, and I'm gonna go with nine. It's ninth. Such a smart move, Derry. I was hoping you would Thank pick you. that, and you did. Thank you. You nailed it. They're a hundred and one, but you win because they're a hundred and one. You're closer. Yeah. <laughs> huh? And this is actually kind of you know how we were saying at the top we have to admit when we're wrong. I went to the store locator on Brisk, and there are there are six locations within a mile of me that retail Brisk. So at least they, they are out there. I just want to point out, though, that I did beat John, and I did win this game. And I'd like Definitely. to publicly go on record and say that I'm now 0-3. <laughs> John's too nice to these brands. Well, the thing that the thing that I think really hurts me is that I keep going first. And then after I go, Thomas gives a little hint to the guest and tells them he <laughs> he whispers and winks what they should do. So, and you know what? It is it's powerful to admit when you're wrong and and I was wrong. Thank you. Thank you for admitting that. It takes a brave person to admit that. Yes. It does. All right, we're going to take another quick break and when we get back, we're going to we're going to do a new segment that we've never done before. Oh, shit. So buckle up. Buckle up. It's the law. All right, we're back. It's time for a premiere segment that John and Derry cooked up behind my back, but I think it's great. Poured up. We poured up, not cooked up. They poured it up. And we're serving it. Yeah. And we're going to serve it to you all, the listeners. We're going to create the Dairy Queen, which is the new beverage named after our guest, Derry. And I do have to say, for legal reasons, we have nothing to do with the Dairy Queen franchise. The, my name is spelled D-E-R-R-Y Queen, not D-A-I-R-Y Queen. I really cannot emphasize this enough, and I am not in the business to get sued. But you should Great be protected point. under parody law, right? At least? What am I, Weird out? I'm not Weird out. I don't know. What? They're going to come after my ass. But it's your name. I don't, like, that's crazy. Has has Dairy Queen, the the restaurant, ever, like, approached you and said, like, no, hey, a little too close? No, but one time, last year, or two years ago on my birthday, I posted a picture on Instagram and I said, all I want for my birthday is for Dairy Queen to sponsor me. And then, like, hundreds of my friends commented on it, tagging Dairy Queen. So the vice president of Dairy Queen Marketing followed me on Instagram. And this is back when I like was not a very popular uh, performer. And the vice president of Dairy Queen Marketing followed me on Instagram, looked at my content, and then like three or four day- days later, immediately unfollowed me. No! So I think we are... I'm, I'm, like, I'm like cooking up some kind of lawsuit. But for legal reasons, I just have to say, the Dairy Queen drink that we are about to make is not involved with the Dairy Queen franchise. And that's on period. 
You heard it here first, folks. It's on period. I also want to go on the record and say I think Dairy Queen, the restaurant, made a huge mistake. <laughs> oh, and yeah. that's on the record. I actually do not know about that, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's very sweet of you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So my first question is, Does this is this drink going to be inspired by the Arnold Palmer in any way? You know, I think we have to combine two beverages together as a reference to my upbringing. <gasps> you know what I mean? Yes, yes, I like that. So is this going to be like just two drinks like the Arnold Palmer? I think we have to explore it by thinking about... I, this is not a pre-planned segment. We are talking through this in real time, and we're going to come to the conclusion. Now, let's... I think... No, I think... I know I think we should do... John and I came up with this segment. John, I want you to tell me what your favorite drink is. What's your favorite drink? My favorite? Oh, my God. My favorite? Okay, truthfully, my favorite drink that I never have, but I always am jealous of people who say that they have it, is the Taco Bell Baja Blast. Anytime oh, anytime shit. Baja Blast is like on the menu, I am going, I'm going to go crazy for that. Now, I don't have any Baja Blast with me, but I will say that's probably my number one. Oh, you don't need to have it with you to have it in your heart. Oh, and it's in there. Okay, I see, I see. Okay, Thank so you. that's my contribution. Okay, so, I, all right, so Baja Blast. Okay, now things I love. Let me just do a little list here. Now, girl, I love Gatorade. I yes. love Arnold Palmer. I love water. But, like, the thing is, it has to be, and I think we're getting into the same territory here, it has to be ice fucking cold for me to enjoy it. John, are you on the same page? Same page. Same page. I think we need to do a new flavor of Baja Blast and combine some kind of Gatorade element into it. Now, John, are you on board? I'm on board. I have one question before we before we proceed any further. We, we have to keep it ice cold. What if there are Dairy Queen fans who live in the cold year round who want to enjoy it? Do we have a hot version for them, or do they just have to go somewhere warm? I think this is. I think this is a trop. I think this is a tropical uh, drink. It's got Baja Blast in it. It's gotta be. You're sitting on a uh, all-inclusive resort, and you're enjoying the DQ experience. Okay, we're yes. taking a Baja Blast and getting rid of the Baja. We're putting in a little bit of fruit punch Gatorade. And it's going to be a new frozen slushy. It's coming Ooh. soon to a tropical resort near you or your local 7-Eleven will be serving it as a flavor. Thank you. I rest my case. That is the new DQ flavor. And the audience goes wild. Thank you. Folks. Wow. You can now enjoy a Dairy Queen whenever you want as long as you have access to a Baja Blast and a Fruit Punch Gatorade. Dairy, let me hear the proportions. How much Gatorade are we adding? How much Baja Blast? Is it one-to-one? I think it is. I think it is. A one to one. Actually, no, 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 no. I'm gonna say it's two to one. Two to one Baja Blast. Put a little bit of crispy red in there. Just a tiny bit of crispy red. Give it a little bit of flavor. It's kind of like a Shirley Temple, you know. You don't want to overpower it with the grenadine. It's a little bit of fruit punch. And girl, you're gonna be sipping and you're gonna have a good time. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Shaken, shaken or stirred? How do we mix it in? Uh, I think, I think you you just pour it on top. You take your straw, your uh-huh. reusable straw. Thank you. We're gonna save the turtles today. Uh-huh. And then you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> swirl swirl it around, and that's how you do it. I want to see pictures. Thank, thank I you. want to see pictures of people enjoying their Dairy Queens. I want to see it, and I want people to let us know via our Twitter uh, at Great Samaritans or our Instagram or at you can you know tag Dairy, tag us, please. No, like I this started as a bit, but I actually think that sounds very good. That's that's the magic of this podcast, Dairy. We we. We say, like, what's the stupidest <laughs> idea that we can think of? And then it turns out to be very good, and I'm shocked and surprised more times than I'm not. And I'm happy to report that it's happening right now. It's a hot room, everybody. We're in a hot room. We're in a hot room. Yeah, I mean, I think it's perfect because you're not going to lose the bite of the carbonation, mm-hmm. but you're going to get those salty electrolytes. I, yeah, I think it's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you so much. Do you think we did the the segment well, Thomas? Yeah, I don't think we could have done it any better. My last <laughs> question was, do you see this ever being a canned or bottled beverage? It's just kind of funny that you're asking these rhetorical questions when you know they answer yourself. <laughs> I know. Of course they it's are. A, it's it's going to it's going to yeah. be a yes and 
I, I'm actually very excited for this new... I'm a business. I'm a business mm-hmm. queen now. And I will happily split 50-50 the revenue myself and with you two in the podcast. Wow. I'll shake hands for that. What a generous statement. A queen for the people. A queen for the people. That's what people call me. And I think, I think the way that we tie this to Arnold Palmer is the can rips off the Arizona Arnold Palmer can where it's a black and white photo of you. Wow. The 99 cent icon. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's that thick, tall can. And it's a thick, because I am built like a can. I am built, it, it, I, I am wide and I am just a rectangle. So it makes perfect sense. That's it. That's it. All right. So getting back to Brisk, what do you think Brisk's goal should be? They, they were down 0.3% last year. T on a hole is going down. Do we try to bring T up? as a market and then we'll we'll rise with it i think that t needs to go in the direction of using itself as a referential point of interest there is listen i love spilling tea that is Mm -hmm. a gay way of saying i love talking shit i love uh saying gossip i think brisk if they were smart they would lean into that and they would say hey these gays are already spilling tea. It's basically the Boston Tea Party all over again. We need to get on it, and we absolutely need to spill the tea with them. And that's a genius idea. Now, help help me understand this concept. Would this tea for be actually spilling? Would it be for Boston Tea Party spilling the tea into the ocean? Or would this be yummy tea that you would drink, but it would just be maybe called spilling the tea? Yeah, I think it's like their their commercials and their not, we've we've already seen some iconic commercials bring mm-hmm. back the iconic commercials and just incorporate what is already commonly known in the world and make it and make it more just redo it, honey. Like let's do it, get it up. I think it's genius to to. I mean, it's already a saying, it's already a phrase that that people are using all over the place, all over the world. Why hasn't any tea said like, "Oh, I want to be a part of that," right? It's like free branding. Because they're dumb and they 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 don't have our brains. It's stupid, honestly. Yeah. And we will we will be Venmo requesting them when they do hap- when it does happen. Yeah. Now, when I think spilling the tea and really activating that phrase, I activate think activate it. Yeah, let's activate it. Is it like? Some of the last ideas we've had in other episodes where you create a movement where people are literally discharging the product and you have to buy it to do this. Spill the tea challenge. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. No, get, get your tea before it's all spilled. And you have to say Ooh. something juicy. You get on social media. You get on, you know, you, 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 get, that, you get that front-facing camera ready. You spill some you spill some of that brisk iced tea and you say something juicy, you know? You say like, I'm really enjoying the honeymoon phase with, with, with my date. And you're <laughs> spilling tea. Is this kind of what you're imagining, Thomas? Am I helping? I love it. Yeah. So it's you're doing a selfie video and the proper way to do it, the original way, is you poke a hole in a can of tea and then it's just kind of like pissing out of it. And wh- while it's doing that, you're spilling mm-hmm. the tea. You're saying your shit. Then if you want to be lazy, you can just kind of pour it, like pour out a little liquor style, you know, for the dead homies. And and you're just tipping it over. Those are your two options. What do you think? I am literally not kidding when I say this is an actual genius idea. <laughs> it, really, it, re- it really is. Like, it really is. This hasn't happened yet on the pod, but we're two for two on ideas. Yeah. I think you are the perfect person to start this, Derry. Damn. I will be changing my plans tonight and I will be adjusting accordingly. I'm not either. I, as I was saying it, I was thinking, wow, this actually could take off. This is a little bit unrelated, but I want to at least ask our expert here. Derry, I saw that there's, there's literally a lemon brisk iced tea and there's also a half and half lemonade and iced tea that brisk also does. Do you prefer one to the other? Is one more like an Arnold Palmer? I was a little confused about that. Well, the half and half lemon and or lemonade and iced tea is an Arnold Palmer. It's just a lot sweeter than Arnold oh, Palmer. Okay. 
Um, but it's still good, but I do prefer Arnold Palmer itself. And that kind of ties into what my idea was going to be. Back on the Amazon idea, back on the Amazon train, Derry brought up the very smart idea that it's for single people. So I think Brisk needs to lean into that market. I think Brisk needs to aggressively target single people. And they're not doing it with their artistic, creative, whatever the bullshit is that they're on right now. So, yeah. A way... I think Brisk... <gasps> I, 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 you go where I'm going with this? I, I, I've got my angle, but you, what do you, what's your angle? Because we both have a light bulb <laughs> over our heads right now. My angle is make it the hinge of T where yes, that was my idea. you can is that what you're gonna see that's why we are on the same wavelength. Make it the hinge of of tea where you yes. can only drink it by yourself. It's it's the tea meant to be drunk alone. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Here's an idea, Derry. Here's an idea, Thomas. So, brisk for single people. Brisk hinge. Do you? Have like you know how sometimes McDonald's their their cups will have like the the tearaway uh, Monopoly pieces. Brisk has some tearaway yes. pictures of singles with maybe like a phone number or an address, and if you like the person, then you can reach out to them and you can see if you're compatible. That is genius. That is genius. You could call it like Hingeberry Blast. I don't know. The name doesn't matter. The name doesn't matter. It's the concept that matter matters. Yes. But I like that we have three concepts. Thomas, I'd be willing to drink. We did this with Laura Maynard's episode. I think I'm going to get cracking on this strawberry melon brisk that I also purchased. Because I'm a strawberry melon stan. I love, I love the Snapple version. So I want to see how brisk holds up. Yes. And I'm ready to ride this energy straight into the email. If, if, you got, if y'all are ready. Let's do it. I'm ready. Wow. Yeah. Candy. That's so good. All right. So dairy... Do you know which idea you're going to be talking about? Yeah, I'm going to be talking about my... Uh, I'm going to be presenting them with the idea of combining... Oh, wait, no, because I'm emailing Brisk. I think... Okay, I think I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to be presenting them with the idea of of Brisk. It should be drunk alone. Yes. Love it. Then, John, what about you? I, I mean, maybe I'll, maybe I just need to send a separate email to Dairy Queen and be like, "Hey, dummies!" I guess, I guess I, I like it. Why don't we CC Dairy Queen in the brisk email? We could, we could blind carbon yes. copy Dairy Queen and be like, "Hey, brisk, this is for you, but also we have a partnership offer that we think you want to hear." Okay, great. And then I'll talk about spilling the tea. We also need, and we also need the- to CC Taco Bell because I forgot that we're using Baja Blast. <laughs> A lot of corporations here. A lot of corporations. That mean, and you know what that means? A lot of ears. A lot of people listening. A lot of people reading. <laughs> okay, yeah. So how do we speak their language? Exactly. How do we speak their language? We kind of we kind of have to get on their terms. You know, they they're kind of fucking dumb because yeah. they really don't know how to sell this. They don't have to sell. They don't know how to sell this this crap. So I think we got to get into their language. It almost seems like some tagger is running the company right now. What's a tagger? Graffiti artist. Oh. Or we could lean into the fact that they love the O.J. Simpson trial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they love it. They love it. They love it. If they're putting it in their commercials. Okay, I like that. You could say, so we open with their with one of the most famous lines from the trial. If, if It's a play on if the glove fits, you must acquit. So it's, if the brisk doesn't sip, you must acquit. Kind of saying, like, people aren't enjoying... I need help with this yeah. one. Yeah. If it's something along the lines of if the people have stopped, you must unpopped. Yes, I like it. Something like you know what, yes. you know what I mean, like uh, but uh, like it's something uh, along the lines of a quip, but you got to put them in their own dumb terms, you know. Yes. <laughs> it, yeah. Okay. I think you hit it. If the people have stopped, you have to unpopped. <laughs> it really makes no sense. I absolutely stand it. <laughs> okay, so we've got our intro. We got we got it. Yeah. Deer, brisk, and then it's CC to Dairy Queen and Taco Bell. Thank you. <laughs> so let's hit them with some truth so they're li- so they listen. Tea sales mm-hmm. in all forms went down two percent in twenty twenty. Right. You gotta you gotta sucker punch them into feeling bad. Yes. Yeah. Cause now they're vulnerable. 
we have three solutions for you that can take you from 109th. Can we can we say that they're 109th? Yeah. Oh, they need yes. To hear it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I I I just think they had they, they need to be bullied a little bit. And a good old-fashioned bullied. Yeah. Wake them up. Yeah, we like to do that on this show. You're 109 9th on Amazon. And then now that they know kind of like their, you know, I don't want to say their worth, but now that we now that we've knocked them down a peg or two, we get to build them back up and we get to do it on our terms. And maybe we get to explain our behavior. Yeah. So I'm thinking, what if we go like you're 109th, sales are down 2%, um we're bullying you because we because we like you. Because we care. We love your product and we want you to succeed. Yes. It's not it's not yes. it's not us, it's you. Yes. Maybe we so we have three insults and then we say that. So it's the two percent, you're 109th on Amazon, and when people think of Arnold Palmer's, they think of Arnold Palmer on the Arizona can, not your product. Great. That, yeah. We're bullying you because we love you. <laughs> yes. Then get straight to the point. From love, I think that's a great transition into talking about Hinge. Yeah. Speaking of love, have you ever heard of Hinge? Yeah. Because they're stupid. They probably haven't. We have to, we have to assume they're stupid. Right. <laughs> it's, not assu- it's not assuming at this point. It's just knowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hinge is a dating app. Design, designed to be deleted. And because they're stupid, maybe we should say, like, an app is what you can download on your phone. <laughs> yeah on your smart device yeah. unlike you you're yeah. you fucking morons we know that brisk is for single people we've done the research and we're trying to help them and you out what if you put people's profiles on hinge on your bottles yeah yeah just get to the point mcdonald's monopoly style and mcdonald's is a fast food restaurant by the way btw Speaking of that, speaking of apps, have you ever heard of TikTok and Instagram? Yeah, have you ever heard of it? And they haven't, so we have to explain those too. Right. TikTok is a, a video app where teenagers are having a great time dancing. Instagram is for photos where you can take a picture of yourself and you get those sweet, sweet like, 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 likes. Perfect. There's a great phrase, spilling the tea. There's a there's a po- there's a popular phrase. I'm sure you haven't heard of it because you don't. Your ears are just filled with earwax. Called <laughs> when you're trying when you're trying to start some gossip. When you're trying to hear some gossip, you're spilling the tea with your friends. Tea. You have a tea product. Why don't you incorporate that? Here's how we see this happening. People poke a hole in your can. So this this is going to require. You design the can with a section that's easily pokeable, but as the tea is being discharged from the can, the person doing this spills their tea and talks their shit. Yeah. Tell us a little secret. And that's a great opportunity for us to tell a little secret. I'll go first. When I was in, when I was in second grade, I would put Wonder Balls in my sweatpants in stores and i'd go to the bathroom and i'd eat them in the in the bathroom without paying for them whoa i love that actually yeah and my my sweatpants you know they had the little uh elastic down at the leg so the wonder balls would just fall all the way down but they wouldn't they wouldn't go out my my pants wow that's kind of a genius (laughs) thank you i've actually never told anyone that i stole candy from sweet factory It was in malls and you would, all the candy was just like, you weigh it to see how much you're charged. That's right. And yeah, you could just like create a little bag for yourself if they were busy and not ask them to weigh it. A secret I have is that I'm not going to answer any follow-up questions, not any follow-up questions about this. I stole a rotisserie chicken from a grocery store the other day and I'm not answering any follow-up questions. (laughs) Wow. That's great. (laughs) And that's how you spill the tea. Now imagine some tea spilling from your tiny little brisk cans and tiny little brisk bottles. And that right there is a social media craze. Oh, yeah. 
Speaking of social media craze, have you heard have you heard of this person Derry? And then there, from there, I think we finish, right? We we got yeah. him on the ropes. We hit him he just was- like Rocky in that commercial. Mm-hmm. We just knock him out with the Dairy Queen drink. Right. Have you ever have you ever wanted to combine two drinks? Oh, and this is where the CC for Taco Bell comes in. Hello, Taco Bell. We're looking at you. Bring your Baja Blast. Hello, Gatorade as well. We got a CC Gatorade. I forgot about that. Gatorade, hello. You're going to spill a little bit of Gatorade in, and boom, you got your new drink. Two to one Baja to Gatorade. Over ice. That part. Mix with your straw and enjoy when it's hot out. When it's hot out. And if you're feeling a little frisky, drink it when it's cold out. I don't give a, I don't give a crap. I don't give a crap. Get off my email. <laughs> yeah. Get off my email. No, I like that. Now we just come with some attitude. Because then they'll be more attracted to the idea. Yeah, it's, it's nagging. We're nagging. The more we nag, the more attractive we become. <laughs> hmm hmm Do we have any PSs? Do we have any postscripts that we want to let either one of the companies know? I think we need to say, P.S., bullying is never okay. But this is not bullying. This is just sending you a message with some passion. Yeah, it's not bullying if you're punching up also. It's not bullying if you're making someone money. Exactly. Yeah. And Derry, do you want do you want to say anything to the Dairy Queen vice president who followed you for 4 days? I want to say I understand your decision to unfollow me. <laughs> I, I, I I do. But come on back. Things have changed in the past year since since you followed me. Things have changed. Nice. Succinct to the point. Well, I hope he does follow you again because I'm sure he would get a lot out of it. I think so too. Yeah. Derry, thank you so much for joining us. Of course. We banged out some solid ideas. Oh yeah. Uh, These were ideas that I'm not kidding are actually genius and these people will be fucking idiots for not. If these do not become a thing, that's on them. Yes. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. That was Great Samaritans. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Great Samaritans Pod or email us at GreatSamaritansPod at gmail.com. Feel like being a Great Samaritan yourself? Rate and review us on iTunes. Bye-bye. Consider yourself vertically integrated. Boom. That was synergy. Attention, check. Interest, check. Desire, check. Action, checkmate. Thank you for passing the briefcase. Thank you for telling me your end game. Everyone, turn to slide five. Dow Jones.